Hi, and welcome to episode 49. Oh my gosh, we're almost at 50. I'm going to talk about don't let people rob the store. What do I mean by that? Have you ever felt like people have come with you for a question and then all of a sudden you're like, do you want this, 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 and you give away all this stuff for free because you just want to serve and help? And before you know it, the person's like, I didn't really ask for all this stuff. What if you set up boundaries and were clear and gave a good back and forth between energy? I think we can do that. So let's get into it. Hi, my name is Catherine Mahoney, and I'm passionate about intuition, business, and living your best life, and helping you navigate the ups and downs of the wild ride we call life. I'm an entrepreneur, intuitive advisor dedicated to guiding others to success, winning national awards in business and leadership, and featured in MSNBC, USA Today, and the Business Journal, just to name a few, speaking to audiences just like yourself. I teach successful business leaders in honing their intuition, creating certainty, and taking aligned action. I'll give you a straight talk with humor. Business, intuition, and mindset are just a few of the topics we discuss discuss here. Be ready for fun, insightful journey with me. Reveal hidden secrets, be challenged and inspired. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. What if I told you that creating email newsletters could be as easy as posting to social media? That's right. Flowdesk offers an all-in-one email marketing system. It's the easiest way to get started in building your email list today. Go to flowdesk.com. That's F-L-O-D-E-S-K dot com slash C slash Clearly Catherine for your 30 days free and 50% off your subscription. You can also find the link in the show notes. So I was watching this show the other day and had this really funny scene in it. It's in a shop. A guy comes in in a red sweatshirt. He has a ski mask on and he has his hand in his pocket like he has a gun. And he's like, give me all your money. And he's like, um, no. And so the robber says, well, open the cash register and give me all your money. He's like, uh, I can't give you all the money because my partner is depositing all the cash. So there's no money in there. So robber's a little fed up. And so one of the workers comes out of the back and looks over and he says, um, give me all your money. Where's your wallet? And she's like, um, well, my wallet's just full of debt. There's no money actually in it. So I don't have any either. Nobody in here has money. They're like, nope. And so he kind of looked at them. And so they begin to offer him things in the store. So they start filling up these bags of things in the store. And the guy's like, oh, okay, okay. So he starts just taking the two bags full of items. And he just walks right out of the store. <laughs> kind of, not only is it hysterical, because the guy didn't start saying, well, put some things in a bag and give it to me. They just started offering, oh, we can make some bags of goodies for you. And he's like, oh, okay. So they just started giving him all this stuff away. Like they just gave him all this high-end stuff. And it, it got me to laughing because I was talking with some clients the other day and we were talking about how easy it is to just want to help people and support people. And in doing that, we often give things away that we don't need to. And so in the scene in the show, 
after the robber leaves with these two bags of goodies, they look at one another and they go, hmm, do you think he really had a gun? I mean, he took the bags with both hands. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Why do I feel like we did something wrong? Yeah, I kind of feel like we did something wrong, too. And they they suddenly feel taken advantage of because they gave all this stuff away and the guy didn't really ask for it or demand it. Have you ever done this in your business where you've given away more than was requested and given away things that were not really on offer? Does that make sense to you? I'm sure it does. When you have given away too much that you begin to go, wait, I feel like I did something wrong. And then you start feeling bad about it. The other person's won a lot, right? They don't. They don't know that you feel that way. This is so easy to do that I can't think of hardly anyone who hasn't done this at one point or another or has created a bad habit of doing it. So a big part of that is setting boundaries. You have to set boundaries for yourself first. So set up a structure that gives you limitations of what you can offer. Create an environment for yourself that limits how much you can give away. And then make it where you have a space that you can serve and give away. Now I was listening to a live webinar the other day and the woman teaching was really interesting, very blunt, very direct. I liked it, but I don't think it's for everyone. But she was like, listen, I have a space where I give away free time. This is a space where I answer free questions. I give free advice. It's limited to one hour. That's it. When the hour's up, we're done. And if you wanted to make an appointment with me to possibly be a client, that's great but it's going to cost money. We'd have a free conversation, but after that, it's going to cost money. I'm not giving you feedback during that conversation. I'm seeing whether or not you're a good fit. And you better come prepared with your credit card to purchase. I, you know, I don't have time for, you know, looky-loos. This is, if you want some help, there are spaces for that, but not not calling for my business for free advice that isn't. And I thought, wow, that's super direct. I kind of like it. And it was such clear boundaries she had set. And I thought that's so clear. I'm sure it rubs people the wrong way, but the right people will be attracted to her and the wrong people will take off. And it, it really related to me to that robbery in the store, you know, where they, he didn't have any money to sell. He didn't 
really have a gun pointing at them. They just had a finger in a pocket. You could kind of tell that if they had kind of pushed a little bit more, it would have become clear. I mean, there was nothing Robbie could have left. They didn't see his face or anything. But they just kept saying, well, do you want this? Do you want this? And he's like, okay, okay. And walked out with hundreds and hundreds of dollars of product. They didn't set the boundaries of, no, there's nothing here. Get out. There's nothing for you. And I think sometimes we don't do that. We forget to do that. And setting the boundary for ourselves, set up a system, set up a place, set up a avenue for yourself that is, this is how I deal with possible potential new clients. This is my expectation of who those people are. This is where I share free information. This is where I do not share free information. This is where I help clients. These people aren't clients. I'm just sharing help. What is the limit of that? If it's not covered in this hour, then it's maybe the next time I'm on it's covered. But where you really set limits, set If you find that you give away too much within 30 minutes, make it a 15-minute information call. Have a set of regular questions that you ask everyone, not so it's formatted to go, okay, question two, but where you can kind of follow along and keep yourself on track. If you happen to be someone who's willing to literally give away the store, then set up a really clear system. Because if you can really set up a system for yourself first, others will respect that. And that's the same thing with your time. If you are available 24-7, people are going to think you're available 24-7. If you only answer emails between 8 and 6 and not on Saturday and Sunday, then people are going to give you the respect that you're not available those hours. You may be working those hours, but people don't need to know that, do they? I remember I first started my business back in, well, we won't say back when, but quite a long, long decades ago. I realized quickly that I needed to have times of business. So I set those times of business I think they were, yeah, eight to six or something. No Saturdays and Sundays. Now I worked all those days, don't get me wrong, but I never sent emails. I, you know, tried never to respond. None of that outside the hours that I had set. And I would write all the emails, but I wouldn't send them until the next day. And those times I had to get up to send them at the right point and remind myself Now you can set timers in a lot of places, which is pretty cool. I love that. But I saw a lot of people I worked with as colleagues and they would send emails at two or three in the morning. And so people would say, oh, so I just replied. And they'd go back and I was like, oh, I don't want people to know I'm that available. And I see people still do that. They'll take calls whenever. And When you start doing that, you start degrading your respect of yourself and your own time and your freedom to whenever people need you. And it it really just 
can be overbearing on your life. I remember the days of beepers. My mother had a beeper. She did mortgages and had a beeper that went off all the time. And I hated it as a kid because it was like we'd be in the middle of going somewhere or doing something, the beeper would go off and she'd have to run to get a phone to call into the number to see what the message was. It was nice that she could go out and about, but she constantly had that, that stupid thing was always going off. And I hated that, but that was the job you really had to, because in real estate, it's a little harder to set those hours. I think that might've played in with me wanting to make sure I set my own hours But it is something really to think about. I know we work globally now, so we have to be aware of internationals. And so how you set that up, you need to know who your business is and who your clients. You may kind of switch back and forth to what times you're available every other day or Thursdays and Fridays for these time zones. Whatever that is to make it available for people in all different time zones is always a good idea. But Be respectful of yourself too. Because if we don't set up systems of when we're available for others to contact us, when we're willing to give information for free and how and how much, when it is paid for information, especially for knowledge broker people who thought people because that's that's powerful knowledge there. It's you can't package it. So it's easy to let it leak out. So how are you setting it up to make sure that it isn't just leaking out of you? You're not just giving away the store. What do you have structured to do that? Because when I look back on that episode of, you know, They stand, they're all standing there looking at him. She said she's got nothing in her wallet. Nobody has money in here. And they start looking around and they go, do you want some products? Uh, okay, the robber says. And do you want some more of this? Some more of that? Sure. Oh, do you want this? Do you want that? Another second bag comes out. Would you like this? Would you like that? Would you like this? Would you like that? Two bags are full to the top with products sticking out. And the robber's like, uh, okay, thanks. Takes the two bags away. So a couple things to think about here. One, the robber came in for money. Wasn't anything there. Probably would have got bored and left. He didn't actually have a gun. He was just kind of some guy just giving it a go. The other thing is he probably had no interest in what they were giving him, but thought, man, free stuff. I could probably sell it myself or whatever. So, I mean, worth the time, right? It was hundreds and hundreds of dollars of stuff. And two, all this stuff, probably was of no use to him. So what happens? You start saying, would you like this? Would you like this? And they kind of blindly go, okay, okay. And they get all these things, this all this information, and they just don't know what to do with it. It can be too much. I know this happens more than we realize. It can just be too much. So we really need to try to structure 
how we share and where we share. Because if we don't, we're not serving people anymore. We're not sharing to those who may really want it, like the robber didn't want that stuff, but he got it, made use of it, and people who really need it. And when you can hit that combination right, you don't have a robber anymore. You have the perfect client. Someone who comes in the store, who wants your help and needs your help and is respectful of it. And when that happens, it's a give and take. They see the value you have. You're respecting the value you have. And so it's a perfect exchange. Now, this exchange in current terms is a thing, maybe it's knowledge, maybe it's an actual item for money. It's all energy though, isn't it? It's an energy that's exchanged. And we know this because of how we also feel. Because when we feel valued for what we are exchanging for, so when we feel like I'm offering and I'm helping someone and I can see they really appreciate it. And, and it seems to be helping them. They're telling me that. I have no other reason not to believe that. So I am giving away and it's really helping this person. The energy is good because you feel like it's doing good and they're giving back to you good feedback. And so it's a good exchange of we're both feeling good about this exchange. When you both feel good about this exchange, But when you're giving away for free and the other person is like, yeah, it's helpful, but, or they are getting it from everyone else or they're paying other people for it, the same type of thing, then there's a loss in that exchange because something's happened in this exchange. They're either not feeling like they're getting the value anymore. Maybe you're pulling back now because you feel like I was giving away for free, which I didn't need to give for free because I felt like it was valuable to you and I got really good feedback from you. So it was that was very valuable to me. But when one side is lost in the value. If you feel like, wait, I'm giving all this away for free, but they're willing to pay someone else for it, or they're copying and selling it, whatever that is, you feel it's, you're like, oh, wow, they don't value anything I've done for them. They don't value anything I'm giving. And so you don't feel good anymore about it. And somewhere they don't feel good about it. Now, we also get into that situation where you are paying for something and the value isn't there. You can do something about it. But when it gets into this free zone, we really have to look at the energy here. And when you are looking at the energy of when how you feel, so when we do exchange it up to money or up to a product, 
or for knowledge, you get that shift in energy. And sometimes you're not happy with what you got. Normally you can get your money back. So then the energy rebalances, right? You feel better about it. They're like, okay, well, at least I don't have an unhappy customer anymore. But if we think about it, because I know people talk about all the time, like money is just an exchange of energy. Well, that's great, but let's put it into tangible terms here. How do you feel about it? Do you feel like crap after you help someone? Well, there's probably a reason because you feel like it's not valued, right? Do you feel great when you've helped someone? Does it energize you? Then that's great. But then are you also have to be really careful that you're not getting addicted to that high instead of creating standards of being paid for that value? Are you giving away the value so often that the person or the people are expecting a certain level of free value that now the exchange is off? And do you know how to communicate that? There's a lot of different elements here that I want you to think about that this store of this robbery, I don't know how much of a robbery it really is, happened to us in our business. And I know we're told a lot to give something free. Actually, if you don't know this already, but Estee Lauder's biography is a great book. It talks about when this free test this free giveaways first occurred was with Estee Lauder, if you don't know that already. But it's a great idea to give something a free because what it allows you to do is because the market is so competitive, there's so many voices, there's so many things that people can get a feel for who you are. And if you are willing to get people to know who you are through small tidbits, within the structure you've designed for yourself to live within, then you can do that. But if you start to push those boundaries too much for yourself and allow others to push them, that you're blindly, willy-nilly, giving away stuff here, there, everywhere, then you, you lose your own value within yourself and the value of what you have to offer goes down. So, Think about what are the standards you're setting for yourself? Are you willing to say, we don't have any money in this store. You can't rob us. Thanks for coming. Bye-bye. Or are you extremely helpful and say, we don't have any money here, but we have all these amazing, super expensive products. Would you like bags and bags of them to go? Which maybe the robber would have just left. But they're like, all right, whatever. And you give all this stuff away for free? So think about this situation. What are your boundaries? What are you setting up for yourself to live within? Do you have a space where you're strict and rigid about this is the only space I give free advice? Maybe you have two spaces, that's okay. Do you have a space where you have people make appointments and they either say yes or no to what you have to offer and that's that? Great. Be clear about that for yourself first and then be clear about that with others because if they feel that you're clear about that, no one's going to really kind of try to push that boundary too much. you got to get really clear in your head. So if you don't already, set up actual hours of when you work and when people can contact you. 
If you have internationals, give a couple days that are off to a different time zone and support that so you have those windows. Also, be clear about the spaces, the times, and how much you're giving away for free. Make sure that you're clear about it to people. This is where I serve you. This is where I give you as much as I can within this window and give back service. But I also run a business. If this has served you and you really think that you are a good fit, then we could really work together. Then you can contact me and we can do a free consultation and see if you are a good fit. And once we're done with that call, you're either going to be asked to purchase or it's not a good fit, but don't come unprepared. You can be as direct or not direct as you want, but be clear to yourself what that is. And when you do, you change the game completely. You change the energy. You change how you feel. You become retrained. You're going to train yourself to live within these parameters. Imagine the magic that will happen for you and others. They're going to really grasp on to those free few moments you have. You're going to feel great because the people that are there know that's the purpose and they're going to really get energized by it. And so are you. So you're going to bring that back to the clients who pay you. You're going to be in higher energy. And you're going to learn so much from the people asking you questions. So don't let people rob the store. (laughs) It's not necessary. You can set up the structure that you need to support the growth of your business. Because now is the time. So many amazing technologies have shown up and are about to show up to take us all to the next level. So keep it simple. Be at ease with yourself. Allow intuition to light the path. Thanks for listening to the Clearly Catherine podcast. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. And we'll see you next time.